Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science and spirituality has been teaching us this, that we are all connected. Recently, it's newer with science. Science has been teaching us that everything is energy, and that energy is all connected. Um, and spirituality and ancient wisdom has been teaching us this for eons, that we're all one. So what you do to another person, you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is revere, <laughs> sorry, why do I do this? The R has got me. Okay, revere, relish, and contribute with Leslie Feger. Leslie, welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. So please, um, I discovered you from YouTube. <laughs> I discovered you on YouTube a few months ago and invited you. And I was so, I have so many Canadians. <laughs> it's like this show, at least half my guests are Canadians. <laughs> but I, I love, love, love um, when I discovered your videos on YouTube. And so could you please share with our listeners and our viewers a little bit about you, your, how, you know, you came to be who you are? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. My mother met my father. Okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe bring us up a little bit. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> uh, well, you know, love, love had a lot to do with it. Yes, yes, it yes. Does, yes. But okay. you you cho chose your mother and father. I believe so, yes. Yes, you did. Yes, mm -hmm. I did. Okay. Yes. So you want me to talk about myself? Yes, please. Well, introduce yourself to the listeners. Let them know, okay. get an idea of who you are. All right. So I'm the author of several books, some of which are relatively well known around the world. Um I have a long and varied journey. I started learning about personal development stuff when I was in my teens because my parents had uh, Napoleon Hill and books and stuff around the house, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, over the years, I have uh, walked the path towards self-knowledge and self-growth. And other times I have strayed from the path and gotten lost in the jungle. Yeah. Um, including a small stint in a Mexican prison for four years. Okay. Um, okay. Really, uh, I got focused on my life's mission back in 1995 when I started a little company called Delphin International. Mm -hmm. And uh, it uh, took off quite nicely. And we did quite well with that process. And uh, most people know me for that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, along the way, done a lot of seminars, uh, traveled around the world, talked to a lot of people. Um, now I talk to fewer people. I don't do large audiences so much anymore. I do smaller audiences. I do personal coaching. And occasionally I talk to wonderful people like you. 
Ah, thank you so much. Well, you said something. You said when you were a teenager, your parents had Napoleon Hill around the house. That was when I was a teenager, about 15 years. When I was 15 years old, someone told me I must read this book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. So that was actually my introduction to this back when I was 15 years old. So I always find something in common with my guests, which is amazing, which I love. <laughs> yeah, this is good. So, so uh, you know, the personal development side of, of what I do, the positive thinking, the, um, you know, you can create your own reality, you, you know, and there are certain proven steps that you can take to create a successful life for yourself. Um, is really a minor aspect of what I do. Mm -hmm. um, my major focus is on the spiritual development of, of the individual. And that's usually my coaching starts off. People come to me and they typically they want to know how to create success in their lives. Right. Right. Um, I fairly quickly move the conversation into the deeper aspects of what it is to be alive and walking around on this planet and mm -hmm. why we're here. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, it was back in 1995 when I made a final and firm and full commitment to spend the rest of my life living my purpose, which is to revere, to relish, and to contribute. You're right. Mm -hmm. And uh, if I can explain that a little bit. Of course, please. Okay. Uh, to revere means walking around in a state of reverence uh, for that which is sacred. And I believe that everything is sacred. Yes. Okay. Uh, it is impossible for me to even understand how some people believe in a creator and consider that to be sacred, whatever name they want to give that mm -hmm. aspect, that greater aspect, right. um, and not believe that the creation itself is sacred. Right. So, and some people don't. We, right. Some people often go about treating things profanely, and I have too, and no doubt you have too in the past, done some things that can be considered profane in the way that we've behaved in life. Mm -hmm. But um, I endeavor, with every breath I take, to walk around in a state of reverence. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. I like that. And the, re the relish part is very, very simple. I believe that life is a great, great gift and yes. that it, it needs to be enjoyed to the fullest yes. in order to appreciate the gift. Mm -hmm. And yes. the, contribu the contribute part is, I mean, that's basically what we're all here to do, to find a way to, to share who we are and enhance the lives of other fellow human beings. Mm -hmm. I so love it. Relatively simple. But, yes. you know, I'm a simple person, and that's my simple purpose. Well, you know what? I love it. I say on this show all the time, I keep it simple. Even though it was quantum physics that woke me up to the truth of oneness in 2007. Like I, like I said, my, my journey started when I was a teenager, but I did not really understand the metaphysical aspects of I, I was very intrigued by it and I studied it off and on but what really woke me up was quantum physics but because uh, when quant, you know quantum physics is say is, is proven that everything is connected and everything is one so I keep it simple all there is is God so you say you revere everything that's wonderful because everything is God there's nothing outside of God all there is, is God. So I keep it very, very simple. Whatever term people like to use, the universe, divine, 
source, whatever terminology, it doesn't matter, but it's all one, it's all God. So, and I, so I always keep it simple and I, I love that. I love it that you, you introduce that to your clients first, spirituality, because you know, when we look at things at a deeper level and realize we're all connected, cause that's, that's my purpose. See, you discovered your purpose in 95 and I discovered my purpose I guess in in 07, when I woke up to the truth of oneness, but I didn't start living my purpose until uh, 2015, when I started this show. <laughs> oh, well, exactly, exactly 20 years later than I did. Yes. All right. <laughs> See, yeah, you're, you're ahead of me. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that at all. We walk the same path, that's all. Yes, yes. All yes. right. No, it's all good. It's all good all the time. So it, the, the two things that really I'm grounded in is knowing that everything is God. So everything should be revered and honored and is sacred. And that all there is is the now. And living my life to the fullest in this now moment and being thankful in this now moment. Thankful for you. <laughs> so tell us now you said you wrote many books several books tell us about um some of those books that you have written well back when we started delphin the first thing that i wrote was called the delphin system mm -hmm. and it was a annotized and an abridged version of charles hanel's master key okay okay and i now that book now sells um wherever on amazon or wherever um bookstores uh mm -hmm. and it is and it is now titled the master key okay, okay? and it's co-authored by me and a dead guy named charles hanel okay <laughs> a guy that has transitioned <laughs> yes, yes. he's still with us <laughs> well it most, it most definitely is yes 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 uh, it most definitely is um certainly his words are yes right in any case, following that, I wrote um, what became known as the Delphin Trilogy, which consists of three books, The Initiation, The Journey, and The Quest. Mm -hmm. 800 and some pages of um, metaphysical literature. Okay. Okay. And then I wrote a little book that um, I wanted to present as a gift to my daughter called Alexandra's Dragonfire, which incorporates the basic principles of not just self-help and self-empowerment, but metaphysical concepts as well. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote a book called Your Prosperity Paradigm, um, which I think the video you saw is a basically yes. a, a, yeah, a webinar. I did crunching the concepts of that book into a one-hour webinar yes right okay and now i'm working on another book which is basically my life story oh beautiful beautiful so take us back to 95 when you there was what what happened to uh have you decide this is you're going to live your life purpose so it had to be on something in 95 that that brought that about well yeah, there, there was, there was an, an event, if you will, um, that precipitated my commitment. Mm 
Okay. Uh, that event is not important at all. It, it, it was a major disagreement with a person who I thought was misusing his uh, abilities and his relationship with a bunch of other people. So I basically took over those responsibilities and, and moved on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was substantial enough that I knew I had to stop playing at the game of life and start um, being serious about um, being what I was capable of being and doing mm-hmm. what I came here, came here to do. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. So now, so yes, I did. It was your prosperity webinar that I found on YouTube that was really, so can you share, um, I believe there was 11, um, you don't have to go through all 11, but there was 11 key points in there that I think you brought out. Mm -hmm. 11 steps to creating and living a super successful life is the subtitle to it. Okay. and you want me to remember all 11 steps? No, I didn't. I, I just said you don't have to, but can you share a few? <laughs> the, the, the highlights, well, as they okay. say. For, I think, first of all, we have to frame the conversation to say that, that consciousness is a, a universally creative power, Right. And our own individual consciousness is contained within the universal consciousness, right? And we are individuated out. We feel a sense of separation, right. uh, but, we're, but we're not separate. And the co- same consciousness that created, sustains, and enlivens the universe as a whole is resident within us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that yes. spark, that spark of consciousness that spark of divinity is resident within us and we have to recognize that it is creative yes because it creates okay so if we have some aspect of that power within our individual selves uh, then the best thing we can do is figure out how to be creative mm-hmm. and the first thing about being creative is to recognize that what you are capable of imagining or making up or idealizing in your mind is the first step in making it manifest in the outside world. Correct. Mm -hmm. The problem that most people have is they indulge in things like wishful thinking and they don't have the power of belief to understand that what they think about, they bring about Mm -hmm. thoughts actually become things. Yes. Right especially if you focus your attention on them and you believe them to be as true or truer than what you see as effects in the world around you or the historical evidence that you've been presented with through society or family or education Mm -hmm. um, that has brought you to believe certain things about yourself and your power to effectuate things in the world. So the, well, the first step is just to believe that what you can create in your mind, you can create in the external world. Yes. I, I even take that a step further. I, for me, I know if I can conceive it in my mind, it already exists. Well, I yes. Just, 
yes. I just have to raise my vibration, my frequency for it to manifest so I can see it with these human eyes and experience it with this human body. But if you, my belief is you cannot even conceive of something that doesn't exist. If, if you conceive of it, it, it is. Everything right. is here already. And it's just us now knowing that, believing it, and manifesting it into our reality. Yes. Well, the, the thing that I like to say to people is that, you know, everybody is, is quite willing to accept the fact that, that they exist within the universe. Mm -hmm. Okay. What they don't quite grasp, even when you tell them, is that no matter how vast or how small your concept of the universe is, right, it exists within your mind. Yes. That's right? true. So yes. as, as much as we exist within the universe, the universe exists within us. Us, exactly. Right. Okay. And it, it is all, every, like, because I have studied, like you have, uh, quantum physics and astrophysics and things like that quite extensively, my personal vision of the universe is quite vast. Mm-hmm. Okay. That vastness is all contained within me. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. So yes. whatever capacity that I have to imagine something is as vast as the universe. Yes. As much as the universe exists within my imagination, mm -hmm. so, can, so can anything else. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So the yes. first step is, is that. Yes. You know, firm understanding that what we conceptualize is the first step in, in making things manifest, right? Yes. Focus of attention and rather than, you know, most, most people have ideals of one kind or another, wishy-washy or, or firm ideals, mm -hmm. but, but they don't pay much attention to them. You know, they, they spend five minutes in the morning making their affirmations or whatever, and then they go to work or they do whatever, or they get involved with, uh, um, their social circles or, or whatever's going on and, they, and they're, they're out of their mind. Those <laughs> ideals get yes. placed to the side, right? Right. So, so they, they really don't place any importance on them. They're, they're just a passing fancy. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. The people who are extremely creative and focused are, have them in the front of their mind all the time and, and they are always walking that path on that reality. This is my reality. Right. Yes. And that's yes. the direction I'm going. And everything else is just merely a distraction that I, you know, it's like, you know, people turn on the TV set and watch some stupid soap opera or whatever. Right. <laughs> yes. uh, it's, it's a distraction. Yes. Right? Yes. From, yes. from yourself and from the truth and from everything else. And I understand people go to work and they get tired and they just want to chill out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. And there's nothing wrong. A minute taking a minute to, Entertain yourself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unfortunately, unfortunately, most of the what is called entertainment it is not entertainment. It is entertainment. Yes, I agree. Right. I right. turned it, off the it, TV years ago. Right. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, after the creation of something in your imagination there's two fundamental vibratory forces that we emit as human beings. Everything is vibratory in the universe, right? Yes. Including yes. our thoughts. 
Yes. However, the larger vibratory emission that we put out is our emotional output. Mm-hmm. So in order for a thought thing, uh, an idealization to come out into the world, it needs to have a lot of passion attached to it because the, the mental vibrational, vibrational energy and the emotional vibrational energy intertwine and form a braid that mm-hmm. interacts with the existing vibrations in the universe, which is all vibration. Mm-hmm. It creates a matrix, right, or a more pattern, right, which mm-hmm. we get to see and perceive as our reality picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So passion is extremely important, right? Attaching yes. passion to your ideals is extremely important, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I, I call it falling in love. Mm-hmm. With your, with your vision, falling in falling love in with love. the, yes. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So first... First, you indulge, you get into the, the the first concept is envisioneering, right? Which okay. is a combination of the words of envision and engineering, right? Engineering means to using the materials available to you to turn something into something else. That's engineering, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And envision is to create something in your imagination. So envisioneering is creating something in your imagination and using the tools available to you to turn it into a real thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Then you attach the passion to it. Fall in love with your idealization, right? Yes. And once once you've done that, you're fifty five percent of the way there. Yes. Yeah, and I, I agree hundred percent. And it's and what you said about belief. So many people are like, oh, they have these these visions and daydreams, and they just don't believe. It's the that belief is what's blocking them. If they don't believe that they can actually manifest what they're they're envisioning, they're 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 putting up the blocks themselves. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the trouble with beliefs is, is people are told what to believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, right from from the moment that a child comes into its life, it it is indoctrinated. Yes. Right. By the parents, peers, culture. You know, and especially these days with the, with the media, um, people are indoctrinated. They are told what to believe. They are told what's true. They are told how limited they are, and they are told um, what reality is. And, you know, people say to each other all the time, oh, get real. You know, that's not true. You can't have that, right? All of that. They say, get real. Well, get real. I mean, reality is, you know. Yes, it's vibrations. Maybe, <laughs> exactly. Way beyond what most people think it is. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. So true. And and we live in a vibrational uh, universe. Reality is vibration. Everything we see, and I love the fact that science has proven all of this scientifically. Everything we see is just vibration, uh, and and it, it's all moving. I'll never forget in seventh grade science class when my science teacher, when we were studying atoms and molecules, and, and my science teacher said, nothing is truly solid. And I'm like, hmm, really? What about this chair, this desk? Nothing is solid. Everything is energy. And that energy is all connected. And our thoughts create form. So the, the form that we, we physically see with our eyes, 
our thoughts create them. And, and so many people don't really believe that, you know, and they're not taught it. Society, this is something that society at this point should be teaching because there's so much evidence towards to, to the truth of reality, but it's not being taught to our children mainstream uh, education. This is true. It's not. Um, the knowledge is available to anybody who looks, right? Yes. And, and it's not exactly. Now, now that we have our verification from quantum physics and whatnot, that, that's all very cool. But the knowledge is not new. Right. It's, it's ancient. It's right? ancient wisdom. Yes, ancient it is. Ancient wisdom, mystery school stuff from the old days, right? And, you know, way back thousands of years ago, people were talking about this in, in their own way. Right. right? Yes, yes. At, at the time. Now, now we, are, we live in a culture that is um, um, in love with science. Yes. Right? But the, and the science is not even that new. The science is over 100 years old. The quantum physics <coughs> of it is over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. From the early 1900s. Yes. Right. Um, it takes a while, however, uh, for scientific concepts to work to make their way into the mainstream um, social mind, yes. if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you know the ideas that the deep thinkers in the Renaissance had are still seeping out into the general public and this is hundreds of years later right, right? yes yeah. yes so yes. Uh, fortunately in, in today's world things are with the internet and everything else things knowledge spreads a little quicker yes right? so a lot more people are waking up to the concepts right whether or not they are actually embodying them in the way they go about living their lives is a different story so true <laughs> but at least they have the ideas present so that they can examine them and see if they hold value for them, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it's like when the rubber meets the road. It's so many people now. I mean, many, many, many people are talking about oneness and knowing that we're all connected through science, knowledge of science and spirituality, but living it. Living the truth of oneness, like when things happen in the news, like I stopped watching news in 2001, right after 9-11, my higher self, I heard it clearly say, turn off that news and never turn it back on. And I didn't know why at that time, because this is 2001 before I awoke into the truth of oneness. So I just was obedient. I have not watched news since September of 01. Um, I did hear um, from people I work with in this oneness, uh, my mission, you know, awakening the world to the truth of oneness is my, my life. And even people I work with in this mission who are, you know, gung ho for oneness when what, I don't know exactly what happened in, in Europe this past weekend, but I know something happened because everybody was all upset and, and it's like, okay, but don't you realize that those terrorists are not separate from us? They are still a part of us. And to villainize, there are no victims, there are no villains. You know, 
just because something happens in the outer world that's not outside of us, that's inside of us, like you said, um, we forget our oneness. And so I, I've ex I experienced that a lot. So what I, it's living the truth of oneness, knowing it in your heart and soul, knowing it, not a belief. For me, oneness is not a belief. It's a knowing. I know that every, oh, what, 7 billion <laughs> people, and not just the people, but the plants and the animals and everything, Gaia, the earth, is all connected. We're all one. And when something happens and, and one of us hurts, we all hurt. When one of us is joyful, we're all joyful. It, it just radiates that way. So. But, yeah. There is a great word called compassion. Yes. Okay. Um, because we are all connected, and I agree with you 100% on that. I mean, it, it's, it's irrefutable. Right. I mean, we breathe the same breath. Right. Um, we are, are all part of the same ecosystem. We exist within the same universe. We have the same genetic code resonating in our body. We, you know, are all one. Yes. Uh, no matter how you want to look at it, right? Even even if you just want to look at it in a material way and not a spiritual way. It is, right. It's irrefutable that we are all interconnected. Yes. Right? Everything that I do has an effect on the world around me. Everything yes. I think has an effect on the world around me and everything I feel has an effect on the world around me. And we notice that in our intimate relationships very often. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but we try to ignore the fact that people, strangers to us on the other side of the world, are also impacted by how I am acting, being, behaving, thinking, emoting in the world. Yes. So it, it is a large responsibility to think that I am personally responsible for everything that's going on in the world. And this mm -hmm. is why most people opt out of accepting that responsibility. I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. so, but mm -hmm. if, if, if you become compassionate and start to feel, allow yourself to feel um, not just the joys and the sufferings, um, but to feel the intimacy that we have with everything else, then um, people um, how can I say it without hurting anybody's feelings? People shy away from um, that kind of connectedness because they're afraid. Mm -hmm. Right, um, they're they're afraid that they they can't handle it. They're they're afraid that they don't um, deserve that kind of um, knowledge, uh, that kind of responsibility, and that kind of um, um, uh, connection from heart to heart if you will right mm -hmm. and i don't mean i don't mean just people heart to heart but i mean i have lying on the floor beside me i have a dog who's my mm -hmm. best hike my best hiking buddy right right um and i mean he loves me unconditionally yes right, right? Yeah. unconditionally 
He loves me. Um, And, you know, that's something that uh, I only aspire to doing. Mm -hmm. I I, I am incapable of loving um, unconditionally um, in most cases, right? Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I love my daughter unconditionally. Right. Right. I don't necessarily love uh, that stranger on the other part of the in the other part of the world who just killed a bunch of people in London unconditionally. unconditionally. Oh, okay. Right. So. Oh, you being honest? Yep. Okay. I'm still, wor- I'm still working on that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's okay. Well, uh, for me, honestly, because of. My knowing, it's everything for me, I, I look through spiritual eyes. And I know I'm still in physical body. I'm still, I still have a body. I always say I have a body. I am not my body. I am, like you said, a spark of the divine. That is who I am. And that other person, even though they did something horrible in, in, our, in our human imagination, but when we look at it from a spiritual perspective, it was all agreement. Everything that happens to us, we're, we are sovereign, divine beings of light. That's who we are. And nothing can happen to us without our agreement. So everything that happens, happens with a soul agreement. So um, whoever was killed this past weekend, that was a soul agreement. Before they came into this incarnation, you know, and in and, and, and truth, it's, it, you know, we look at everything linear. So let's, let's keep it on linear. But anything that happens to us, we have agreed to. It can't happen without our agreement, without our soul agreement. So I keep, I keep that at the forefront of my mind. Not, that, not only that we're all connected, and in this dualistic world that we live in, there is the yin and the yang. You have the light and the dark. That's the world we created that the illusion, the dream, has to have light and dark. And they're equal. They're not separate. They're equal. They're one. So you can't, you, in this particular, everything is happening divinely as it should. There is nothing that is happening that's not supposed to be happening. And nothing is happening without our soul agreement. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, so let me let me throw a thought at you. Okay. Okay. Um, my soul mm-hmm. uh, is this particular soul that inhabits this particular body right now. Mm-hmm. Is part of a collective. Yes. Okay. Um, of souls that are the creation of what might be termed an oversoul. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, time and space being as illusionary as everything else. Um, we can talk about previous lives. Right. Or, or we can talk about um, consequent lives or lives that will right. Sim- the- Simultaneous lives. And that's what I call them now. I used to call reincarnation, but now I know that everything is happening now. And we're, we're living all of our lives now. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Unfortunately, as hard, as hard as it is for me to admit, some of those other uh, aspects of that oversoul that are related to me, we all mm-hmm. belong to the same family, right. um, have done some fairly terrible things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we uh, judge 
somebody else as being an evil human being, and there are evil human beings around, um, we need to recognize that we are looking at an aspect of ourselves. Exactly. Right. And that's a tough thing to do for people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to you know, it's easy to say that that's that's a horrible, evil person, and they should be punished and 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 you know, burn forever in the fires of hell, or or you know, spend the rest of their lives in a human prison, or um, suffer whatever punishment society deems is appropriate in whatever culture you happen to live in. Mm-hmm. But in reality, that's an aspect of ourselves. Exactly true. Yes. And, and as difficult as it is for people to recognize that and reconcile it with their um, wishful thinking aspect of who they are, mm-hmm. um, it is unavoidably true. Yes. Yes. So, and, you know, and the, you can talk about oneness yes. as being this nice thing, and if one yeah. recognizes oneness and it's all going to be peaceful and everything else. Unfortunately, right. oneness means that we also have to incorporate everything that we deem to be. Uh, not good. Exactly. But what for me, there is no such thing as evil and, and there is no such thing as good. It's all, it just is. And, and we, we place labels on good, bad, evil, you know, white, black. Those are labels that we place on it. But in truth, it just is. And in, and, and in truth, like you said, uh, in truth, from the spiritual perspective, we've lived hundreds of lifetimes and in in those hundreds of we have been murderers we have been rapists we have been anything anything that can be we have been because we as god divine god we want to experience all so it's that's why i said the yin and the yang the yin and the yang signal the white and black are equal they're not separate they're not one is not greater than the other in this world, this illusion world, because this is a dream. First thing you realize when you wake, when you pass, when you uh, transition out of this life, the first thing you realize is this was all a dream. So it's like, okay. And it's like, okay, I killed you last time. Okay. This time you kill me. Okay. So it's like that. It really is. It's like, okay. Yeah. You did all you played. You, you did that. You played your part perfectly, okay? Now, okay, now it's time for me to play that villain. And and actually, I love this. It's a children's book by Neil Donald Ross called The, the Little Soul in the Sun. It's a, I have a six-year-old grandson, and I read him this book. It, it shows you, it shows two souls before they come down to into this incarnation. And one soul asks the other soul, Please be mean to me. Do horrible things to me to help wake me up. And so this, but I don't, you know, the, so the, little, the soul agrees to say, and, and, and many people believe those souls that we deem evil are actually some of the most evolved souls to agree to do the, what we quote unquote call evil. And it's all, it's all to help us remember because every challenge that we plan for ourselves is a blessing because those challenges are to help wake us up to who we really are and when you're once you're totally awake to who you are that's when 
you live your life to the fullest you live your purpose you have no fear you have no judgment it's just because you know there is nothing but love everything these quote-unquote evil people they're god they're all divine and this whole play where we're we're acting out is just an illusion nobody we're sovereign divine sparks of god we cannot be hurt I like you, are, you are such a sweet ray of light, darling. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's for me, it's just, it, it's how I, I feel I have to remind myself of the truth and not let the illusion, you know, and not get trapped and stuck in the illusion. I the I the illusion to me is I sometimes just sit back and laugh at it. I'm like, okay, it's an interesting game they're playing. Okay, but and I have nothing but love and compassion for for the terrorists and for quote unquote victims. But I know that that was a sole agreement. Those terrorists and those that was the the Holocaust. That was a sole agreement. Nine eleven sole agreements everything nothing happens without our soul agreement actually one of um my first guests on this show was robert schwartz and he wrote two books your soul's plan and your soul's gifts and he's coming back on in a few months and uh he's written another book but it talks all about soul agreements nothing happens without our soul agreement and when you know that you you don't get mad. You can't get mad. It's like okay, I I asked that person to do that. I, I we asked that person to shoot us, to kill us, whatever. It's our soul agreement. It, we can't be hurt. We're divine sparks of God. That's who we are. See, you get to believe that because <laughs> I know it. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I know it. I yeah. know it. <laughs> but go ahead. for me, and I always say to people. I want people to find their own truth within and live whatever truth that is. This is my truth that I'm living. So, but go ahead. You were about to say something. Go ahead. Well, I mean, not, not everybody has that perspective. So I know this. Yes. when you come, when you come to the play, if you will, the script that your soul has written for this earth, sometimes people are such good actors they forget that they are actors they forget mm -hmm. they think that they are the role that they are playing right exactly true mm -hmm. okay so uh for them um the things that happen in the world around them are more impactful and they cannot see if you will a, mm -hmm. the divine a divine plan or right. the um not the meaninglessness of it, but but the uh, uh, fanciful nature of reality. Mm -hmm. They can't see the play that they're playing a part in. Right. right? They right. don't understand that they've written the script and they are the director, the actor, and the script, Producer, writer, script yes. writer and all of that. They don't understand that. They're so right. caught up in being that role that they're playing that they've forgotten the rest of it. Right. So as a consequence of that, in order for them to play their part effectively, they get, become method actors. And when they forget their divinity, mm -hmm. um, you know, 
they become better actors, if you will. Yes, yes. Okay. And so, and, that, yeah. and that's why we do forget because the people will say, well, why? We're God. We're, we're divine aspects of God. Why do we choose? But we choose to forget and we choose to forget so we can be good actors. If we knew, we, we couldn't play the role that well. You know, it wouldn't, it, you know, if you're watching a, a play or a movie and, and you say, that actor was so good. I, it was so convinced that that person, and that's how, for us, we do, we agree to forget who we are. And sometimes we, for, we agree to really, really be completely asleep. And in some lifetimes, we don't plan to wake up. But, uh, you know, in, in truth, there are, is no time. In truth, we're still, we're all, we're just dreaming. We're in heaven. We haven't left heaven. We're just dreaming this dream. We, we're still there. So, in, in truth, it's all good because in truth, everybody's going to wake up and nobody gets hurt because we're all divine aspects of God that can never be separated from God. God never judges us. Ultimately, there's no judgment. There's no hell. There's no punishment. It's just, it's just love. And that's, for me, another word for God is love. Because that's all there is. All there is is love. <laughs> I love your smile. A amen. <laughs> <laughs> I love your smile. But it is. It, it, it's all good. Yeah. It is all beautiful. It, it is, is all beautiful. It, yes, is, it is indeed. Yes. It is remarkably beautiful. Yes, it is. And, and, and it is re remarkably and, intricate. Yes. And I believe so. we're, we're living in great times because I believe that in, I, I can't put a year on it when, but I believe mankind is awakening very quickly and that before long, oneness the truth of oneness that we're all interconnected is going to be like we like breathing you know like we're breathing the same air you know it's going to be that known to mankind and that's going to happen very shortly i believe that's my belief there you go well then you what you believe you can create yes <laughs> this is true there you go yeah. This is very true. This is very true. But it's all good. And the power is of now. The power is now because even though, like I said, I know that we're living all of our lifetimes in this now moment. And people sometimes wonder, well, what am I doing in other lifetimes? You don't have to worry about that. Your power is in this now moment. Because if you awaken in this now moment, that affects all the other lives that you're living in this now moment. They all wake up a little, you know, because everything, but their power is right here and now. Just being in this moment and knowing the truth of who you are and living that truth, like you said. Living life to the fullest is living your truth, whatever that might be. Yes. 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 So now tell us about your new book that you're working on. Well, it is, it is. An autobiography. So I'm okay. writing. I'm, I'm writing yes. my story, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'm 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 telling my truth. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm so I'm not just telling you about the, my history, the things that I've done, right? 
but I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling the story of who I am. Mm. Right. So I'm, I love bearing, it. I'm bearing my soul. I love it. Right. <laughs> so, and it's a very interesting process because I'm discovering things about myself that I had um, uh, put to one side. Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. right. And um, things are bleeding through from other realities, which is very interesting. Mm. Right. Um, yes. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's a little disconcerting. Um, but it's, it's, it's an interesting process, you know, because when I decided to finally do it, and I've been thinking about it for years now, when I decided to finally do it, I wanted to do it in such a way that it wasn't just like, you know, the glory days kind of thing, you know, where the ex, uh, baseball pitcher, star pitcher or something, you know, writes the story and tries to make himself look good or, or the right. ex-politician does this or, you know, anybody writes their story and, and right. you know, maybe they pass on a little bit of personal philosophy or something like that in their life right. in their story. I don't want to do something like that. I want to, I want to bear my soul. Right? Uh, I love it. I love so it. it, 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 in doing so, because there are other aspects of myself that are not present in this body that happen to be elsewhere, some of those other aspects are bleeding through a little bit more mm -hmm. than, more than uh, ordinarily. So it's an interesting process. Wow. To say the least. Wow. That, it, it sounds, I, I'm looking forward to reading it. <laughs> I really yeah. am. Because well, I love that. Yes. Buy a whole bunch of copies so it can yes. become a bestseller. Well, what's, what's the, are, do you have a name? Do you have, yes, are you I, working? Yes. What's, okay, what's the title? Hiking Home. Hiking home, and you like to hike. I like you, to hike. Yes, you do. You, yes. Okay. Wow. I love that hiking home. Very good. And that's another thing. You just um, the journey that we're on. It, it the we all we all come here for a divine perfect. Where we're, we're unique aspects of the divine, and we come here for a unique purpose. But also. It's the journey that we forget. We're we're so goal orientated that we want to get there. We want to get there that we forget about the journey. It's it's enjoying life is about loving every now moment and being thankful for every now moment and enjoying and embracing the journey, not just the goal, not just the 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 reward. So hiking home. That, that makes me think of your journey, you know? So that's what made me think yeah, of it. Yeah, well, it, it is. And, you know, and, and what you touched on, and I think is, is a very valuable thing, um, is, is learning how to be present. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, and that's, that's something my, my hiking buddy lying here on the floor beside me, Jasper, uh -huh. is, is in the process of teaching me. Yes. When we go out, when we go out hiking, you know, he, he's a hundred percent present. Mm. Yes. I'm, I, I am not always a hundred percent present, right? I yes. have some thoughts going on in my mind. I might be thinking about tomorrow or yesterday or whatever. Right. 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 Okay. So I'm not in the moment. Exactly. Okay. So it's a, it's a process. Uh, always is a process to bring myself or, or anybody else to bring themselves home to mm -hmm. this moment, to 
to this moment. Right. Yes. And, and there are tried and true ways, you know, focusing on the breath and all of that kind of stuff. But, yes. Um, but yeah, hiking home is, is about being present. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Home is this, mo this now moment, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and in truth, we are home. <laughs> we have yes, never well, we we never left home. <laughs> right. Yeah. All we need to all we need to do is remember. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is beautiful. I love it. I love it. I actually I've been asked like I said I've been doing my show now for two years and I've had some listeners email me and ask me to write a book and um I say a book is coming in, but I did come up on uh, Mother's Day. This past Mother's Day, a title came to me, a working title is, I am so thankful I am awake. That's the working title. So I kind of made some notes. Um, so I kind of started working on my book this past May okay. on, on Mother's Day. <laughs> so, yes. All right. So yeah, so it's it's. But I feel like I there's so much more I want to do before I write a book. So that's why I'm I'm not in a rush. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, once you get started, you'll get addicted to the process too. Okay. Okay. All right. I love to write, though. I love to write. There you my, go. My son told me from the other side, I have a book in me. My son transitioned. Oh, it'll be three years ago. July 1st. I can't believe July 1st. We're almost upon July 1st already. Um, yeah, it's been three years that he's transitioned. But I had uh, uh, my one session with a guest, a medium, and Suzanne Giesman. And my son's voice is actually on tape. Uh, we did those, like, we use Zoom, like we're using now. And, but she used, she recorded it uh, using her microphone, which is very strong. Um, and you, you can, you can't make out what he's saying, but he literally was trying to speak through her computer. So that was just such an amazing gift. Wow. So, and he said, he said, mom, you have a book in you. So I'm like, okay. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, everybody's life story is worthy of at least one book. This is true. This is true. Now, wait, I did hear that long ago that we all have a good, yes, because everybody's life story has something, because we're all divine, and we all have something to share. We all have a gift, a unique gift for the world. Yes, we do. Yes. This is yes, so, do. so true. Yeah. Mark, so. Tw Mark Twain once said, the two most important days in your life or the day you were born, and the day you find out why. Mm. Wow, okay. Okay. I'm not sure the date I found out, but I guess, I guess it was January of 2015. Was when, well, I always had the, the vision, but when I actually listened to my higher self and actually took the first step. So it was January mm -hmm. two, 2015. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Cool. 
Yeah. So you're yeah. living quite you're living quite the life. You get to talk to all kinds of interesting people. Oh yes, I do. I do. I do. I do, and I love it. And it's 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 the thing I love. I every, um, I live on YouTube, <laughs> and I, I every day I discover someone. Oh, I got to invite him. I got to invite her. It's like, and some of them will or well, I've had some well-known guests like Neil Donald Walsh, Marianne Williamson. Reverend Michael Beckwith, um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Um, I had some very well-known guests, but then I had many guests that are not well-known, but still have such a unique and amazing story to share. And it's just, I just love, I love what I'm doing. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's more than obvious. Yeah. And you, <laughs> and you do it well. You do it well. Your, your heart is so big. Oh, thank you. Can, you. You know, when you're in the, yeah. in the in the physical presence of another human being, it's very yes. easy to feel their energy, right? Yes. Um, through electronic medium like this, it's not always so easy. But you're easy. You you just like blow out. <laughs> lucky, well, I'm lucky you're not blowing out the computer chips in my computer. Uh, well, you know what? Well, spirit told me, my higher self said to me this year, just this past March, that I have to start doing um, live events. So I will be in, I don't know, you're on the East Coast of Canada. My first live event will be on the West Coast of Canada, Victoria, uh, September 3rd. Yes, we'll be, actually, well, there's no, go ahead. You, you, you never know. I could be out there. I'm going okay. To, right? I have friends and family out there. Okay. Well, it's, um, we, it's actually we now because I have uh, aligned with four other organizations that um, the name of the alliance is Universal Oneness Alliance. We just launched our website. Our first event is September 3rd, Sunday, September 3rd in Victoria, Canada at the Gardens at HCP. Everybody asks me at what HCP stands for, um, but it has something to do with horticulture. <laughs> of, the, of Central Pacific, I think. Horticultural Center Pacific, something of that Pacific, nature. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. But that, that's where we will be. And that's where I know nothing about Canada. I know nothing about Victoria. But this is a directive from spirit, and it's just all falling into place. So I am extremely excited. If anybody's interested and want to find out more about the event, the website is onenessalliance.org. You can find out all the information there. So I'm all right. Really, really excited. And please share with our listeners. Now, also, when is your book? Do you have an idea when that book is coming out, the new book that you're no. working on? No, 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 I don't. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I would like to have it finished before the snow flies. Okay. Which is an old expression, right? Okay. So before before winter, by by the end of the year, right? I would like to have it published. Okay. The nice Christmas make nice Christmas gifts. Indeed, yeah. it would. Yeah. Yes, it and, would. And, a, and a good and a good New Year's uh, present to oneself. Yes, 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 yes. So please share with our listeners how they can find you, and um, keep up with what you're doing. Well, I, I have a blog on my website that, you know, I post in occasionally. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, and now because I'm writing my book, I haven't paid much attention to the blog. So it's been a while, a few weeks since I put something up there. But mm -hmm. it's at le com or lesliefeager.ca, whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, uh, so it's L-E-S-L-I-E-F-I-E-G-E-R.com. 
Okay, beautiful, right. awesome. So, I am so happy. I am so happy. I, I do. I just I love meeting new people, and and then I'll get to meet you in person if you come to Victoria. So, yeah, well there you go, Temptress. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. That would be yeah, it awesome. Would, it would indeed be awesome. Yeah, I would yes. love to love to yes. uh, give you a big hug. That would be great. Also, let me let you know, and the listeners know, that if they can't make it to Victoria, we will be live streaming the event. Oh, so, excellent. Wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. That's the other thing that Spirit said to, I want this to, any event I do, we do, as an alliance, we want it to be live streamed. We want as many people, you know, not, if you're not local, can't get to the venue in person, you can still experience it through live stream. So that's important to us. Excellent. Well, good, yes. good for you. That's, that's wonderful. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's people like you who are making an impact in the world that, that you know, you care and you're committed and you contribute. Um, these are like awesome qualities, right? So thank you for being you. Oh, thank you for being you. Oh, well, I'm just now, me, you know. <laughs> you okay? But before you, um, before I let you off the hook, I want you to share at least one more uh, key point from the that webinar I saw. There was eleven steps. I want you to share another one. Well, you've already touched on one, and that's gratitude, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, gratitude. If there's one thing. That, that you can use to trick your own subconscious into believing in your idealizations. It's gratitude, right? Yes. So my suggestion is uh, morning and night, when you first wake up, right, you start a litany of whatever you're grateful for that already exists in, in your mind, in your life, right? Yes. So I'm grateful for the air I breathe. I'm, I'm grateful for the person who's sharing my bed. I'm grateful for the food I have in my fridge. Whatever it is that you have. Yes. Right? Okay. You're, you start a litany off. And I have, I have a, a thing that I go through, right, that's, you know, about 15 minutes long. Okay. And, and then at night, before you go to sleep and, and turn uh, your subconscious, the, your conscious mind gets to rest, so you turn control over the situation to your subconscious right. mind, you go to sleep saying thank you, expressing your gratitude for the things that you are in the process of creating, mm, right? I so like you, you're saying thank you for already having them, right? Right. So that, that idealization that you're focused on and that you're passionate about, you're expressing your gratitude for having that, right? Yes, yes. So what that does, if you do the expression, if you say I'm thankful for, you know, the food in my fridge, and, right. you, say, and then you say I'm thankful for the book that I'm, uh, published right <clears throat> mm -hmm. by the end of the year if i'm thankful for for having this as being a bestseller right and your subconscious doesn't can't distinguish between the present what you consider to be the present reality and the reality that you're creating right so once it becomes convinced that it's one's as real as the other one then yes. it's a done, then it's it's, a done deal. this is true this right. is so okay. true this so that's, that's one quick thing. And I know we're running out of time here. No, don't worry about time. Hey, it's my show. <laughs> All right. And, and the other thing, again, you've also touched on, right? And, and, that, and that is that 
the universe is held together because of intention, right? Mm -hmm. the, the intention of the creator, right? Or the creative force or universal intelligence or, or as you say, God. Um, the, the universe is held together by intention, right? And it's sustained and, and brought forth, enlivened by love. Yes. But there are certain, call them laws, you know, not man's laws, but natural kind of laws that govern how the energy that exists in the universe, which is the manifestation of consciousness, how that energy interacts with itself, you know, how different vibratory rates interact, how things come together, how, you know, atoms are formed, you know, how molecules come together, how people come together, yes. bodies and all of that, planets, you know, how ideas social circumstances, how everything comes together is energetic, right? The yes. Interact. Okay. yes. Mm -hmm. There are identifiable processes that we can call laws, right? Mm -hmm. That hold all these together. And, and, you know, we can call them several things. There was a big noise a, a while back about something called the law of attraction. Yeah. For example. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and then all of a sudden, everybody was a law of attraction teacher and all of that, you know, <laughs> which made me laugh because I was talking about the law of attraction back in the last century sometime. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> um, before, before it became a buzzword. Right. Um, but there are, there are, you know, there are other natural forces, right? That mm -hmm. if you educate yourself about them and you align yourself with the way that they work, you become a more effective creator, mm, okay. right? Mm -hmm. And the law of attraction is, is just one of those. So there, there are there are several, right? Mm -hmm. so, um, and you know, our everything that that we concept, everything that we believe intellectually about our world, all of science, for example, is based on one of those natural laws, and that's called cause and effect. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. We 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 always look for why. Right. That's what science does. It looks for why. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the cause. What's the causal agent for this effect? Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, that's fundamental to the human psyche. Right? It's mm -hmm. cause and effect. Right. Right. We, we always believe that there's a reason, even if we don't understand it, even if we can't see it, if we can't discern it. what it is with our best scientific minds, we don't, can't find that reason. We believe there's a reason. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's yes. fundamental to the human psyche. Right. Um, and it, and it, it is the, the underlying motivation, uh, the paradigm that supports science. Right. You know, all scientists are looking for that cause of whatever, right? Mm -hmm. What causes this to happen, right? Right. So, and that's, that's what science is. So the, I think, the thing that we need to remember, and there are other things that right uh, that come out of cause and effect, like the law of attraction, right, which is just being in vibratory harmony with something else. I mean, gravi right. gravity, gravity, in my mind, is the most glaring example of the law of attraction ever, right? Mm -hmm. Material things are attracted to each other because they're, you know, because they have uh, mass, right? Right, mm -hmm. and, but they have vibratory alignment, yes. So they're attracted to things. We attract things to ourselves that are vibratorily aligned to how we're being. That's, mm -hmm. as, simple, that's as simple as it gets, right? You don't right. need a long explanation, right? Right, right how, right. how we are being attracts to us the things that are in resonant with mm -hmm. how we are being. That's very exactly. simple. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, if we learn to understand how these things work, and you you love quantum physics, and so do I. Um, non-locality and and all of that kind of stuff, right? If 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 you learn how the universe is held together by intention, yes, supported and sustained by love, which is the passion, the the emotional current that we talked about earlier as being necessary part of creation. Right. Um, if we learn to look at how the universe is being held together, in other words. In each present moment, it is being created, it is being sustained, and it is being enlivened, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In, each, in each quantum moment. Right. The universe is not like a solid thing, right, that is ongoing and is just there, like we imagine the table or the chair or whatever is is just there. The universe actually blinks in and out of existence every quantum moment, right? It just yes. it disappears and it, it gets remade again. Yes. Right. Okay, it gets remade again following certain principles, mm-hmm. and those and included in the mix of how it gets remade again are the vibratory output that we contribute to the mix. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. So, as much as we can blame God or divinity or the creative source or everything else for the creation of the universe, in actual fact, right. you and I are in each present moment creating the universe so true right so, so true. you know if anybody wants to learn how to create a successful life for themselves then they have to own up to that responsibility that's all yes right. yes right. So, so so true yes unfortunately no matter how you judge things to be it's all your fault <laughs> <laughs> well, hey well you know what that's so freeing though when i understood and i do understand and build, and know in my heart that i am creating my reality that is so freeing because if i'm creating it i have the power to change it in every now moment right because in every moment i can change it yes so to me that is powerful that is to know i am not a victim i'm not a victim of god or the universe or source I am co-creating. I and I and as far as my reality, I'm creating it. And and my higher self and me and and if I want to change it, I have that power. To me that's so that's that's so freeing to know that. Yes, to you yes. it is free. Yeah, it's yes. liberating. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. To other yes. to other people it's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> But when you understand who you truly are, which is a divine aspect of God. I love my favorite quote, Rumi, you're not a drop in the ocean. You are the ocean in a drop. Yes, exactly. You, you are God in a drop. Yeah. That, so you, all that God is, you are. Yeah. So it's, yeah. To me that, to know that is, is freeing and there's nothing to fear. Right. What does God have to fear? So coming back to, I said before, 
we all understand that we exist within the universe, but we haven't quite grasped the fact that the universe exists within us, right? Just so like those, rooms, yes. Those trillions and trillions and trillions of galaxies out there with their trillions and trillions of stars and God knows what all happening on the, the planets around some of those stars. Right. All of that, right, the Star Trek universe and everything else is all right here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Very and, true. And the consciousness that is individuated in you as you and me as me and all 7 billion other souls that are walking around on this planet, mm -hmm. right? All of that is contained within the consciousness which resides within us. So true. And so true. Yes. So yes. Uh, who creates yes. it all? Mm -hmm. And where does it reside? Within ourselves. Yes. So, so true. This has been wonderful. Thank you so, so much for being my guest. And I do hope, I, I say to all my guests, I hope one day to get to meet them in person and just give them a big hug. So I'll be in you're Canada. On, you're, you're on, sister. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. This has been amazing. I love having you. Mm. And we'll hope to see you in September. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for inviting me. It has been a real sincere. Sincerely, real pleasure. Oh, thank this you. is, it's, it's been. All my all my pleasure. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Bye bye. bye.